0: Please visit gurusing.com. Bless you. Satnam. Palmistry wise, left hand is what you came with. Right hand is what you're making of it. The right hand shifts and changes. The left hand stays the same. So you're just gonna, and the rhythm is. Take care because it's a no-brainer. It's not like we're doing some great thing. (laughs) (laughs) And he said that he got that from the Ragis of Gujarat, which is the most northwestern state. It's like the state of Washington in the United States. It's the most northwestern state of India. And Gujarat is where the camels come from, right? And so if you've ever ridden a camel, you never want to do it again. (laughs) Um, But because they have no regard for anybody on their back and they've got these hips that when they walk they lift this hind leg and like this and this hip comes up and jabs you in the butt and It's a and that's what this is that's where this comes from is and I swear every single rag that comes out of gujarat has this same camel ride but he also said that this camel ra- uh, tal tal is a rhythm is gives you that longevity gives you that endurance because camels have that endurance and basically, they look almost like a locomotive, like those old locomotives that had the boom, like this. Because when they go along, it looks like they got hind wheels. You know, because these hind legs are doing this. And it's really, really enduring. You can do it for a long time. Now you know that. <laughs> dismissed. <laughs> we like Rhode Island. I was just looking at the uh, water as we were driving I thought that's really nice that you kind you, you're on an island but you don't get island fever you know because there's bridges going to the mainland right but you're still on an island which means that you're surrounded by water which is that Jal Siddhi, that Jal, that Jal Siddhi, that power over water, power with water. And um, being surrounded by water is, um, is the reason that the Golden Temple in Amritsar is surrounded by water, is because it's a very, it's a very sacred. Uh, water rules the um, second chakra, which is your sacral, Chakra, it's the home of the resting Kundalini. Hmm? Home of the resting Kundalini. And so it is um, nice to be in Rhode Island. It's nice to have that water all around. We also live in Seattle, which has similar, it isn't an island, but it's a strip of land in between two big, big bodies of water. And um, good things happen when you're surrounded by water. And that's what I want to talk to you about this evening, is the good things that are happening to you, or about to. Um, And it's up to you to imagine the good things that are happening. So it's also then up to you to manage that which gets in the way of your exalted imagination exalted imagination imagining that which is the highest Um, giving to yourself really giving to yourself because you can't share with anyone else until you're overflowing if you do take from yourself to give to another before you're overflowing you're stealing And the reason that you steal to do that is uh, to buy favor. But when you really focus on filling yourself up till you're just this sloshy, (laughs) you know, spilly thing, (laughs) then everybody wants to be around you because they all gain from being around you because you're just always sloshing over, you know, it's like, (laughs) you know, that is fulfilling, yeah, and how fulfilling is, you know, like, that's a common question, right, are you fulfilled, right, in what you're doing, And uh, no, I'm stealing. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to buy favor, just stealing, trying to buy favor, you know, nine to five, right? Just like, ah, we have become this industrial age, you know, for the last 350 years has really disrupted the human psyche, taken us away from knowing who we are um, and put us into a place of trying to know what we are. You know, trying to know what you are. For God's sakes, you are what you are. That is it. Right? You are what you are, and that is it. And uh, you don't have to take it any further than that. So from here on forward, when anybody ever asks you, what do you do for a living? You will say, I breathe. There's nothing else that you do for a living. (laughs) If you were to see somebody lying on the street, you would not run up to them and say, Are they still earning money? What do you say? Are they breathing? breathing? It's the only thing of value. You know, and you've got all these other things of massive value. But that's an illusion. Because when you get to where you can't breathe, you know, you're at your last. You've just taken your last and you're trying to take the next and it isn't there. And you're going, (laughs) you got to be okay. You got to be okay. Because it's not a good time to not be okay. (laughs) Because there is no other time. In that moment, that's it. Guru Nanak said, be dead while yet alive. In other words, allow yourself to experience the sensation of, this is it. And when you experience the sensation of this is it with every breath, you will instinctively get the most out of that breath. You will connect the most to everything that's around you. You will interface to the greatest depth with everyone that is around you. The things that have separated you from others that are around you will disappear. I can remember there was a member of my family and I, you might get a sense of where this is going, who just didn't see eye to eye. And it was all their fault. I was flawless in the (laughs) steel. It's where we always are at, right? Especially with family. And this wasn't blood family, but this was family that had been around for a very long time. At that point, it was probably 40 years. And what I felt the crux of the whole thing was, is that this person never related to me past the time that I was 16 years old. Because that's when we met. And so I was never anything but a 16 year old kid. And I went through a significant transformation in what I looked like. My name changed. None of this was acceptable. Ah, you'll get over it. No, I'm not getting over it, I'm getting into it. Ah, you'll get over it. And it was like very dismissive. So I decided, as most of us do, to take offense. Right? And by your laugh, you know that the, you, you go, yeah, right. You had every right to. Yeah, you're, I'm with you. you know? And yeah, that's how the human nature goes. But beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. And so is taking offense. You know. So every time this person was around, I had to be taking offense. And I felt, you heard me just get bleeped. why do i have to go through this why can't they change i mean this is you know been 20 years 25 years 30 years 35 years and around 40 years let me just check 45 years maybe my mom is like ninety-seven and she is clear as a bell. She's been a yogi since she was a small, well, since she was in her twenties anyway. And she saw this going she saw this going down. Because she lived with us for the last six years, and this person was over visiting her. <laughs> <laughs> I just happened to be there. It was my house. I just happened to be there. And she saw this going down. And she said one word. Changed my life. And she said that word looking at me. Not looking at this other person. And she said, Really? Wow. In that moment, I was done. I was done taking offense. (sighs) And I just walked over to this person, and I gave them a sincere and passionate hug. And from that moment on, I felt really good in that person's presence. And within about 45 days, that person decided that I was Guru Singh and that I wasn't going to get over it (laughs) because I was 16. And then 45 years later, I'm 61 and I wasn't getting over what I was, but it was up to me, wasn't up to them. (coughs) So what I want you to think about is in each moment, all of these dots are the data points that happen in each moment. What do you perceive? Do you have a narrow view? Could we have a, um, a small glass of some warm water? Sure. Thank you. I know what that feels like, yeah. <laughs> and the reason we have the big arrows because I used this art at Kropalo and this lady in some of the closing comments said, I wanna get the, there was no title on it. She said, I wanna get the big arrow. And everybody in the room thought, what's the big arrow? (laughs) And, And we had these flip charts all over and I had to go. She said, you know, on the flip chart, the big arrow. So we went through and we found this is what she wanted. So in any moment, moments, Yeah, moments pass. You can get a big bunch of the moment, which was what really did to me. Because in the moments prior to that, if that person was in the room, this is how much I saw. And in that, these red dots represent danger points or points to be concerned about or points to take offense to. But there's a lot more going on in the moment. In every moment, there is a lot more going on. And so I had for 45 years with this person, and believe me, I'm perfect, so for me to have gone through 45 years of this, you know, is way out of character. And because I could blame that being way out of character on somebody else, I couldn't correct it. But suddenly when my mom looked at me at that age and she said that one word, what she was going and saying is, Guru Singh, you are so much bigger than that narrow view. Why are you just seeing that? There is all of this other information, all of this other opportunity taking place at this very moment. And you're missing it. You're missing out on it. And so, from what perspective, and it shifts from scenario to scenario, from what perspective are you perceiving the moments and what is controlling your perspective because ultimately in order in order for that perspective to be altered thanks in order for that perspective to be altered you're going to have to take control thank you you're gonna have to take control because if you have left that control in anyone else's hands in anyone else's character or in anything else's character. Like, if I had this, then I would do that. No, just do that. <laughs> it's called walk as if. And it takes courage and it takes foolishness. And that's why the first card, the zero card of the major arcana of the Tarot, is the fool. Because the fool is the key. You must start every journey with a key, a key that opens the lock, that changes what is to what can be. But in order to take that step, if the journey has value, there is going to be some trepidation. Otherwise, it's just a repeat. If there's no trepidation, it's a repeat. And if it's just a repeat, that's fine, but it's not moving forward, it's not growing, and that's fine, but at some points in time, you're gonna wanna move forward, you're gonna wanna grow. You're gonna wanna make a change. And that means that you're gonna have to take that step into the unknown without knowing how. Yogi Bhajan was really adamant, never ask how. Only decide when. And when you decide when and you take that step and you walk as if the how comes to you with each step but not a moment before. And operating in that way is what is faith. You don't have faith in someone. You have accountability in someone. Faith has no object. Faith is a state of being. If you are in faith, you are able to walk as if and you feel the fear. It's not that you don't feel the fear. It's not that you have shielded yourself from the fear. It's not that you don't feel the anxiety. You feel it. But you walk anyway. And what we're going to do tonight in our And our yoga set is we're going to work with a part of the body that really works on this capacity, which is your pelvic bowl, your two legs, and your spine. Hmm? This trinity here is an incredible mechanism for working on that because in every moment, this is an iceberg. (laughs) It looks like it could be a molar, (laughs) but it isn't. In every moment there is the visible reality, and then there is that reality which you can't see. Just like there was in the dots. How much is hidden? and for what reason is it hidden? I mean, this is a reason of nature. I was reading, I'm a, I'm a you know, an avid, researcher, constantly researching the, and, and correlating inside myself the correlation between what's called hard science and meta-science. And today they've just come out with a report that they have found five n- five new kinds of quirks. Quirks are sub-atomic, sub-subatomic particles. They're particles that make up the particles that make up the atoms. So they're two steps down from the from the atomic structure. And they can't see them because they're, they only see that there's evidence that they've been there, right? So that's the only way in which they can see. But the thing that the scientist says is that these were hiding in plain sight. They were there all along, we just didn't see them. And the reason that they just didn't see them is because they never imagined that they could be there. Because these particular quantum particles are changing some major laws and theories that have been in existence for decades as to how matter functions. I mean, what we're going to be discovering over the next 50 years is just gonna take everything apart. the way that the flat earth became a round earth was not that the earth became round, it was that people suddenly discovered that there was this force (laughs) called gravity. Prior to gravity, nobody could figure out how could anything be on the bottom of the earth without falling off. But gravity, because it happens from the center of the earth, keeps everything on the earth. And there's no falling down anyway because there's no direction in space. We only have direction just to make things explainable. There is no up and down in space. So what you are going to be seeing as you develop yourself, or seeing or perceiving, however you want to look at it, as you develop yourself is that this place is is really, really large. It's not just a universe, this is the universe. And the universe is part of a larger creature called a megaverse. And each universe is caused by what's called a core sun, a central core sun, that's got this massive gravitational field that's pulling the fabric of of space-time in. And so this kind of ball-like creature with all these indentations, and every indentation is a universe. But not all universes are the same depth of the same age. This particular universe is kind of a young one. This particular one is only 13.8 billion years old. But there are others that are a trillion years old, 500 billion years old. So imagine, because you are an advanced soul, otherwise you would have never come to this room Ever. You are an advanced soul, so you don't just exist within the Atma sphere of the Earth. You ex- don't just exist within the galaxy of the Milky Way. You don't just exist within this universe. You've actually gone into other universes. And there's <laughs> there it's a it's they're everywhere you're an explorer and you're back here on earth which Yogi Bhajan called a half-star hotel (laughs) and this is low life (laughs) and so you are going oh my god and the majority of the planet isn't at your level You're not better than them, you're more advanced. Seniors in high school are not better than the kindergartners. they're just more advanced. More responsibility, more ability to respond to circumstance, but not more important than. No one is more important than anyone else at all, ever. But we have a responsibility. And we can testify that the underdeveloped, the under-evolved are showing up in full force. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or as they say in that joke, the patients have taken over the asylum. <laughs> yes? yes? But also, the Satyug, right, the Yugas, the Satyug, the Treta Yug, the Dwapara Yug, and the Kali Yug. The Satyug is when everything is truth. The Treta Yug is when 50% of everything is truth. The Dwapara Yug is when 25% of everything is truth. We're in the Kali Yug. Truth is what you convince someone of. And that's what they're doing nowadays, isn't it? Video of, this is what you said. No, I never said that, but here's the video of you saying that. Well, that wasn't what I said. Right? So, and you're going... So, here's what I want you to promise. Now I'll demonstrate it first and then you'll do it on your own here and now. So just watch and listen and I do hereby absolutely promise that I will never go to ever again. Get it? In other words, it is what it is, yes? So, here we go. Put your right hand up. I do hereby promise that I will never go to... ever again. (laughs) Give me ten. Because it wastes our time. And as we're going like this, right, like how can they be? All you are, all you are, all you are is Guru Singh for those 45 years. And you don't want to be Guru Singh for those 45 years. You want to have that inner voice look at you and go, really? Don't you? And snap out of it and go, got it. It is a half star hotel. Actually, they sold the hotel. It's now an insane asylum. <laughs> and there are no supervisors yet. here we are. We are the only adults in the room called Earth. Accept your responsibility because if you don't you're in agony, aren't you? Because to not realize this is to sit under the wave of time. And the wave of time right now <laughs> is not a good time. Yeah, you can find a good time in this time. But if you go by the prescription of time, as the patients are trying to describe, it is not a good time. Correct? Correct. So, our task is to stretch into time, fulfill our time, and that will set an example of time. And we'll be having such a good time that it will rub off on others. And we will become like that Pied Piper. And people will start to follow to copy what we do. How do you do it? How do you do it? You'll get that question all the time. How do you stay so calm? And right then and there, you have a class you can teach. You have a moment you can reach someone And there you are. <laughs> yeah, but well you just tuned in, right? All Namo Gurudev Namo. And that's why we do it. Because those are the three elements of our body. You know, these are the antenna, the appendages, right? Are the antenna. But you have a head brain, and it's been developing really strongly over the last 125,000 years. And it's expanded, and it's maximized, and it's really locked into it. It perceives three-dimensionally, but it rules itself two-dimensionally. Right, wrong, good, bad, yes, no. So it's a very two-dimensional creature. And if you let the head brain rule your life, you are... It's not a friendly, it's not a friendly way of being ruled. It's authoritarian, it's judgmental, it's critical. And in order to stay out of its judgment, you just walk a narrow path. You try to be good rather than bad. Hmm? You try to fulfill and even though that external judge has long since disappeared because you got rid of them all, you know, when you, you know, once you got out of school, you stopped learning because, not you, but people, because once you get out of school, you don't want to be told anything. You just want to do what you know. And that's why the brain starts shrinking at the age of 22. And the only way that you can keep your brain from shrinking is to either speak three languages fluently on a constant basis or meditate for an hour every day. We have been in uh, a college, university test using MRI uh, tubes on us while we were meditating. And we're going to do that meditation in just a moment. Kirtan Kriya, Satanama. And when we came out of the tube, one of the things they said about my wife and I is, You've got really good, you've got really big brains. it's kind of like is that a compliment you know it's it's almost like being told you have a man you got a really big head you know (laughs) but they said that we had the brains of an 18 year old and we thought are you saying we're kind of like not grown up (laughs) and so but what they were saying was is that because you've been meditating consistently for so long you're not losing any neurological pathways because as you meditate you're constantly exploring new neurological pathways even if you're not putting it into words your brain is scanning and spanning all of this apparatus and until 22 you were building 13,000 per beat of the heart 13,000 new neurological pathways per beat of the heart and then when when a person decides that, that's it, I'm, I'm good to go, then it starts, what you don't use, you lose. Until you've lost more than you can afford to lose. And then you start to be in a state which is what is currently the greatest fear that everyone has, that my brain will die before my body does. And so, just understand that Kirtan Kriya Sa. And we'll do it for two minutes out loud, two minutes whisper, two, four minutes silently, two minutes whisper, and two minutes out loud. Dr. Dotma and Dr. Andrew Newberg are the ones that did the tests on all of us. And they have found, and they've done these studies at medical universities all over the United States now, that two, two, four, two, 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 2 minutes, two minutes, four minutes, two minutes, two minutes, every single day arrests the advancement of Alzheimer's. Arrests the advancement of Alzheimer's. And since that news came back to us when we were doing it, my wife and I made a, a promise that that was going to be part of our daily routine. Because here is what you're... Here is what you're You're affecting, you're affecting the limbic system in the brain and it's a PowerPoint, but the search is a little slow. Wow. Did somebody see it? Did I? It's right at the bottom. <laughs> You're right. That happened at Kropali, remember? I couldn't see the same thing. Isn't this fun? <laughs> Have I passed it? This way? Huh? Yeah, on the bottom of the page. Past the ocean. You know, the beauty of this, the beauty of this is that we knew it was there. (laughs) (laughs) What you have to be watching out for is when that you begin to doubt that it's there. And so this exercise, even though it seemed kind of interesting, um, probably has a great meaning and that is everything is always there. That's the nature of infinity. Infinity cannot be divided because you cannot divide that which is forever. You cannot have half of forever. It's like a hologram. You break a hologram in half, both halves are equal to the whole. So, just know from this exercise that we all just went through that it's always there. Whatever, the, whatever it is that you're searching for, it is there. And with that attitude, there is absolutely nothing that is unachievable. You just have to be willing to put up with the process and not give up. That's why Yogi Bhajan created that That mantra, keep up, yes, keep up. It was very, very simple. It didn't start out that way. It started out, buck up, which is a very English, 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 Old English word. But he'd say, buck up! And Shakti Parvacar, who's the only person that had been around longer than me, and she's like in her late 80s now, she said, sir, that sounds... Way too much like something else. (laughs) (laughs) And so he changed buck up to keep up. Because that's what it means. Buck, you know, buck up, right? It's very old, very old English. So we're going to do Kirtan Kriya for the purpose of accentuating the hippocampus and the hypothalamus in the limbic system with the tongue. So it's Sa, Sa, Ta, Na, Ma. Sa, Ta, Na, Ma. Yes. Bless you for joining us. Visit Gurusingh.com for an ever-expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations and more.